In public speaking, in the area of speaking, um, I was a very shy type. I don't like to talk. But when I came to Project 18, you know, they said, when you are here, you have to talk. So like they have helped me, they have impacted my life greatly. And that was a student from Sierra Leone talking about the efforts of Project 1808 to expose the young people in Kabbalah to opportunities and possibilities and what happened to her. Now we want to talk to Dr. Professor, entrepreneur, founder, and CEO, Alhaji Njai, about his views on what happened. Do we have Alhaji on the line? Welcome. Hello, I'm here. Oh, yeah, great hello. to hear you. Thank Welcome you. to Worldview, Alhaji. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And uh, that was uh, awesome, uh, that uh, segue there from... Uh, uh, Umu Keso, one of our star students. Oh, yeah, uh, she really is a star. <laughs> yes, yes. And she I'm doesn't so seem to be shy uh, anymore either. Yes, exactly, exactly. And uh, I'm I'm really proud of uh, how much growth and learning they've had uh, over the years. And uh, we took her, I think, from, I think she was uh, she was in grade four when we picked her up uh, in elementary school. So And how old did that be, do you know? Grade four? Uh, um, that was uh, probably around uh, uh, seven or eight years of age. Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. So, and now she is what? Yeah, she is now heading to medical school. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think she, yeah. you could call her a success. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gil's here too. Actually, you yeah. probably heard him. Hi, hi, Elhaji. So nice to hear your voice Hello. and talk with you about this uh, this really um, exciting and uh, amazing event that just uh, that just took place and that you were responsible for putting together. I thought just for for listeners, um, uh, it might be worth just refreshing uh, um, the information about why it is called Project eighteen oh eight, and then we can get a little bit more information about. Hear a little bit from more from you about um, what happened this year at what was the seventh annual. But why Project eighteen oh eight? I know we've talked about this before, but I'm not sure listeners remember. Right, exactly. So it's 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 Project eighteen oh eight is because um, it's all about uh, uh, about freedom. Um, The all the efforts that I'm 
trying to put in place in terms of um, you know building capacity and uh, you know and, and 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 building the next generation of leaders you know and 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 technical mastery uh, it's all about um, creating true freedom uh, for the communities because uh, uh, back in 1800s uh, for Sierra Leone was when Sierra Leone started uh, forming as a country uh, because again it was linked to something that happened um, in the US, Europe and all other parts of the world uh, through the transatlantic slavery that happened you know and then um, around 1790s uh, a small piece of land in Freetown was bought uh, to return um, our freed slaves and that area is called the province of, so Freetown before then was called the province of freedom in in 1790s and so um, Maroons, Nova Scotians, people from all over uh, 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 enslaved Africans who had gotten their freedom you know, and we are told if they step foot in Sierra Leone, they'll be free. So they they started coming back and and and, and migrating back to uh, Sierra Leone. And so um, that period from 1790s to the the 1800s to um, us becoming a British colony was also a period where all of these people come in. We are coming with a sense of freedom, a, a, sen- a sense of renewed hope a sense of uh, innovation and, and 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 starting a new starting life anew um in this newfound place and so that then catalyzed Sierra Leone to become uh, a leader in terms of having the first schools the first secondary school for girls first secondary school for boys the first university in the region and became almost uh, also the administrative center for for West Africa in terms of uh, knowledge. But again, fast forward after that, as we got into this into the 1960s um, and got in our you know independence, things went downhill, and so it went from war to Ebola and all that stuff. So what I was trying to recapture with the 1808 is to say um, how do we how far do we get back? To do a reset and so if we needed to do a reset in the country we need to go back and get to that sweet spot of 1800s and then <laughs> build that sense of freedom back again so that right. uh, uh we don't have to deal with the war and all that things <laughs> right so it's 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 something that provides inspiration for the the work that you're doing now um with this uh this annual festival now and bringing together um, students and others from around the country to uh, it, it provides some some inspiration. I'm, I'm looking now at the the list of of um, stations and activities that you had, and and mm-hmm. also understand that that folks had to uh, hike up to a, a, a mountain. Um, yes. And yes, that, yeah. that, and that, well, I don't know, necessarily know that they had to hike up, but to they a did. Mountain, they did. But okay. I think they wanted to. <laughs> this is nearby where the festival is, I assume, and um, and they were able to see what is unaccustomed, but now hopefully becoming custom solar powered lights that yes, are yes. Um, that were provided for the festival. Yes, absolutely. You know, um, I think uh, we were so. Um, 
you know, amazed or inspired by, you know, um, all of what happened this year. I mean, starting last year, we started gaining this national attention. And so this year, it was just remarkable. You know, we were like, okay, we're planning around a thousand more than that. We were not sure. And then more people came and we have more stations. We have people from uh, over 12 or more people from the U.S., uh, from Lake Michigan College, from Kalamazoo Valley really? uh, College in, in, in Michigan. We had others coming from Saudi Arabia, others from Jamaica, others from Nigeria. And then in Sierra Leone, <laughs> it, people, people coming from all over the country, young people and adults, of course. And, and, and so we were just getting all these people taking buses, vehicles and stuff coming. <laughs> so we, we kind of ran out of the guest houses in the town. This is a small town. We don't have guest houses. So we ran out of guest houses. We started asking community members to give us room. But I think it was, it is really like uh, uh, very organic. And, 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 and again, the, you know, the, the, the beauty is also um, having all those stations you are listing, science, technology, engineering, arts, mathematics, leadership, uh, entrepreneurship, and mixing it with a lot of music and culture and 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 and, and colors and it was so colorful and 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 so it reminded me of our festivals in Madison, of course, <laughs> you know. So we had so much uh, good music uh, and good uh, 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 culture, but also uh, this time around having also um, organizations. Uh, forms, uh, people from government also come in and presenting. So we have innovators come in uh, from, you know, different uh, companies that operate in country and and even the national parks coming in and talking about conservation types of animals. Uh, and surprisingly, you know, um, we have a lot of our young people these days um, who are very urban um, and have never seen a lion, have never mm -hmm. seen an elephant, have never seen any of the wild that we have in Sierra Leone. So for many people who are coming from other parts of the country, this was also like something so huge for them. Like, oh my God, we do have lions, we do have this, we have this type of animals in Sierra Leone. So, so I think it was um, truly, um, you know, uh, mind-blowing, very... Um, you know, powerful day and night sessions. So we had day sessions that that went from um, morning and 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the afternoon. And then we had um, uh, people break off and do other things around town. And then we had our evening sessions because we also were able to have some sort of solar uh, engineering by uh, one of our students who's gone into engineering and and so we were able to light up. And so the beauty with that was that we were able to do reflections at night and have some very special uh, discussions, very introspective, reflective discussions around leadership, around entrepreneurship, around creative arts and, 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 and experiences from a lot of people. And then, of course, we had 
big music, we had theater, we had all those stuff, spoken word and all those things happening at the uh, same Haji, time. So, can I play a little clip about leadership? Yes, yes, please go ahead. One of your one of your students had something to say. Right. For the festivals the last year, I learned about leadership. And also this year also, I learned more <laughs> and more about leadership. Like for leadership, leadership is the ability to lead people. Um, it's all about responsibilities. And also you as a leader should also encourage others to pursue their own desires and also to be great people in society. Yeah, that's the one I wanted to hear because she seems yes. to have gotten that. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and what is she doing now? Well, she is also about to um, head to college. One of those, you know, young people among many others. You know, now it's it's harder for me um, in in ten years of doing this work <laughs> if, uh, to to keep track of all of them. Oh, there. I'm We've sure. Got, I didn't mean to got, put you on the uh, spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, because uh, when I started, um, you know, it was uh, about fifty kids, and then. I know each and every one of them. And then we started going. And now this year, we've actually gone full circle that some of our new, uh, our younger students are exactly about 11 years old, wow. <laughs> which, which is like exactly the time when I started. And so, um, you know, so it's been really inspirational that uh, we now have them in different quarters. I go to um, the bank uh, in, in Freetown. I'm, I'm meeting our students. I go to, um, I'm in the medical school. I meet them. I'm in the, you know, I go to engineering programs. They are there. And and this is a place where it's sort of the, the in terms of indices of development in country, it's the least region in, in, in country. And so we've basically making a turnaround uh -huh. in a place that is at the margins or more uh, sort of it's like the least place in the country. So I think um, it's, it's, it's really remarkable what we've been able to accomplish. It really is. And that's a great way to, to uh, set up a network. You, you grow it from the, from the little ones <laughs> and you create it. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely, and 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 I think that's the the, the the beauty. And now that we've transitioning from to to setting up the college in the community, I'm now also now working with some of them. They have come back. Some are staff. Some are you know are coming in to take uh, you know some you know certificate or diploma courses. But well, we do have them now again working for us again on the campus. So that's actually uh, a plus because I'm, you know, uh, I'm happy that I'm, I have to work with uh, young people that we've mentored through our program and understand what leadership is and understand what um, entrepreneurship is. And I think uh, uh, that pipeline for us is going to be a model that is very it's going to be a unique model for Sierra Leone and maybe many other countries because having a pipeline of students coming through your own program that have gone through primary school and secondary school and then getting into college, then we are able to sufficiently groom them through some of the systems of 
leadership and entrepreneurship and sustainability that we are planning to do. <laughs> well, that yes. gives them a great understanding of <clears throat> a, a good way to, to build a good life and a, and a good society. And, and yeah. I, and on the topic Go of ahead. leadership, Alhaji, let me, I'm, I'm looking uh, down the list of, of all the different stations that you had, and there's one here that has your name beside it. I that, noticed that. that <laughs> and it's it was called the the Wall of Pan-African Leaders. Was this a workshop? Tell us, what, what was this part of the program? So so this is my favorite station, and they always have me do this station. And uh, so it's it's basically a station where we it's like a, a wall of continuities. We, we have almost all the great Pan-African leaders, a poster of all of them, on a very big wall where we have, you know, everyone from Nelson Mandela to Franz Vanon to different type of Pan-African leaders. And then um, we have their favorite quotes and some interesting bits about them, like Steve Biko, like, uh, you know, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and all different people. And so it's, it's, it's such a powerful moment to have people come and we go through a discussion of leadership, but leadership that is modeled around some of the lives of these leaders that are very inspirational, that have been able to impact uh, society on a larger dimension. So I, so it's always very, it was very interesting. I remember this time that the there were two military officers and two police officers who had come to provide security. And I was doing one of the sessions and they just kind of just joined in. They're like, wow, this is so interesting. Oh, you know, that's they, great. <laughs> yeah, they were like, oh, wow, Thomas Sankara. Oh, my, oh, mm. this, you know, they, because it's so enriching. And, and, and I think um, for, for the young people also, it was very are powerful because we don't in schools in Sierra Leone we don't just we don't get to learn so much about you know some of these um, uh, leaders we don't get to know so much about even some of our own local uh, leaders like you know in Sierra Leone you have like Madame Yoko like uh, Baibure who was a uh, you know a warrior who resisted the British and we so we don't get. The, the 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 narratives of the aspect of uh, the spirit of courage. I think that's of, something yeah. that that history and how things came to be are just mm-hmm. get, sort of getting lost or getting left behind right now because we're just talking about on the news Iodia and and the massacre and the destruction of the the Iodia mosque and. Now, Narendra Modi's building a new temple to Ram. Temple to Ram on the spot, right. you know. But and in India, they're going crazy. They're singing and dancing. They have stickers for little kids, and they have games and special songs. But these kids don't know anything about how what a bloody mess that was. And and that's that's the aspect we are trying to kind of really build in with our programs that, uh, you know, people having an understanding, young people, adults, we had adults, we had community members coming in to have greater understanding about themselves, about uh, some of their, in, in their, their rich histories. I was asking some of the kids, 
you know, from different ethnicities. We had like, if you're a Kranko in my region, you should be knowing about King Kama. But the kids don't know about who is King oh. Kama, who is a great ancestor. Like, but all of them know about Queen Elizabeth. They like all <laughs> Queen Elizabeth, know King Charles, they know all these people. But you don't know King Kama, who is your great ancestor. You mm. don't know, if you're Alunka, you don't know King Sewa, who is your great mm. ancestor. Like, or if you're Kula, you don't know King uh, Alpha Yaya, who is like, you know, the founder of Uta Jalon. So you don't know these people who are your own line. So this is what we would, uh, we, that wall was so powerful because we have it from past to present to, to people who are still impacting us in this present mm. uh, um, and even the the likes of uh, people like Wangari Matai to uh, you know Obama and others. So it's it's really enriched enriching and and again it's also the way we you can build a sense of true freedom, a true freedom, mm-hmm. and uh, to kind of uh, innovate, but also to think around even leadership from the aspect of. Uh, your your own ancestors like Baibure for instance was very courageous uh, he uh, uh, the British wanted to come and impose taxes the hot taxes every hot everybody should pay for their hots and he resisted that because he said that was unfair I you know I mean I'm here in my village How, why should I pay t- mm. <laughs> for my hots to uh, a foreign entity and 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 basically so he decided to resist. And over time, he was overpowered and and arrested. But even after taken to jail in Ghana, he still had the courage to continue to resist something. But what we do in this sense is to kind of build that spirit, that spirit of Bible, that spirit of courage, that spirit of standing up for something that you believe is unfair, and then and and then standing up for it. So those are things that. You can then teach leadership. You can teach other aspects of um, character to, to, to young people. But um, overall, I think it's also very powerful in the sense of um, many of these leaders like Steve Biko, like Malcolm X, like uh, Franz Vanon, like many others. We are talking about economic freedom, about mm. uh, self-reliance. Amilcar Cabral, one of the greatest scholars and philosophers from, uh, from Africa, who put forward things like total liberation. These are things many people don't know. We don't, it's not in any of our you know, universities and not teaching it and all this stuff. But um, it, it, these people have models of how we can move towards economic freedom and greater political freedom away from present situations in Africa that are mm. mainly neoliberal control. Um, mm-hmm. Because obviously most of the the continent and most of what we do is still under some form of neo-colonial mm-hmm. control. So we still we we have a semblance of political freedom, but there isn't that much. <laughs> we have a semblance of sovereignty, but there isn't much because we are still dependent on IMF and World Bank and your survival. Right, so, but there is so, a, a wide space if you, you know, if you're working with entrepreneurs and ideas and people learning things, I think you can go somewhere with that. Absolutely, absolutely because that's how you you really opt, achieve um, you know, total liberation um is by being able to feed yourself, 
being able to think for yourself and then um and and so if you're able to do those two things mm-hmm. <laughs> you got a good start <laughs> <laughs> One thing I noticed this year, Al Haji, you, you said, I have to talk to my team, or I have to get my team on that. And uh, it sounds as though you were not quite so hands on that you might have been in the past. Yes, yes. I mean, my um, team was like doing everything. I think they've, we've come to a point of like where I think I might just step onto the side now. Uh, in subsequent, because I think this year they just liberated me of doing any most things. I was just on, okay, um, yeah, I can give inputs here and there, but I think um, it's really powerful to see. Oh, what um, a great feeling. Yeah, it is. It is. A, it's a great feeling, and I'm really, um, you know, happy about that, And because that's really the continuity and sustainability I'd like to see. Oh, for and, sure. And, yeah, and maybe me moving on to other things. And hopefully, next year, I'll have to see you and Gil in Sierra Leone, and we will all okay. climb that hill. We'll yeah, go up the I'm going to get Gil up that hill. <laughs> right. yes, I would love maybe... to be able to go, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think there's an AFCON next year. It's too bad he didn't go this year. He could go to the the basketball game afterward, <laughs> or, or uh, the football yeah, game yeah. afterward. Football game, yeah. After- Going on well, uh, I think uh, my team Senegal and of course uh, Guinea is doing well. Senegal is doing well. Uh, a lot of the West African teams are doing well so far. So, <laughs> well, the <laughs> stars excited. are so amazing, and I bet the people must be going crazy to know that that they're playing. Yeah, and and it's such a a, a nice tournament this time around in in Cote d'Ivoire. Uh-huh. Very cool. I am really enjoying it, and I I'm angry that I'm not there, and I'm looking <laughs> looking for ways. Maybe I might just sneak in there before the finals. I'm hoping to I, do that. I was kind of suspecting you might do that. I'm 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 planning that. So. <laughs> yes. Well, it sounds as though the um, side lead really turned out well, and I'm so glad to hear that. Yes, it was. Um, it's really um, taking on a national dimension, and, and everyone who was um, there this year has been telling me. And people, since I've been back in Freetown, I've had like every uh, national station. In fact, all the all the big TV networks, the radios, uh, were all in Kabala for the four days. Wow. And, <laughs> The was, center of the world. Yeah, I was going to ask about that, right? Because you had a workshop on on mass media and journalism as well. Uh, that was one of the absolutely. one of the stations. Absolutely, and and we got to have um, international coverage as well from African News, uh, Voice of America. Uh, I think we've even gone um, into um, you know uh, the BBC or something like that. But oh, that's there fantastic! Out of um, yeah, so. I think uh, many people are telling me um, next year there will be too many people, I think. Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> you so. Know. You have to get another village. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Haji, I really have to thank you for coming and talking about everything to do with the festival and Sierra Leone. And it's been a pleasure as usual. And congratulations on a, a wonderful Sci Lead Festival and all of the other activities. 
And if anybody yeah. wants to know about it or see it, just look for Project 1808 on Facebook. That probably has the best videos and things, don't you think? Absolutely, yes. Project 1808 has it all. And then uh, you can also support us by going to our website, project1808.org. Um, we count on you. We thank all your listeners and everyone who's been supporting us from Madison. Actually, this is something from Madison. So it's born out yes, of... Yes, for sure. That came from born. here. <laughs> so Just thank you very much. And we'll be in touch soon. Thank you so I much. I hope Thank you, you get into the AFCON. <laughs> <laughs>